Distilled is a production of Chemical Processing. Chemical Processing focuses on serving engineers, designing and operating plants in the chemical industry. Welcome to the Solution Spotlight edition of our Chemical Processing Distilled podcast. Solution Spotlight, delving deeper into a topic from an industry perspective. Check valves are fairly straightforward. They ensure flow in only one direction. In most designs, the upstream fluid force pushes a spring-loaded poppet open, allowing flow. An increase in downstream or back pressure force drives the poppet back into the seat, stopping reverse flow. But their simplicity shouldn't be taken for granted. I'm Tracy Purdom, Senior Digital Editor for Chemical Processing, and joining me today is Brian Strait, Business Development and Marketing Manager at Checkall Valve Manufacturing Company. Well, Brian, thanks for joining me. Uh, this discussion about engineered versus commodity check valves should prove interesting. Thank you for having me. I guess the first question out of the gate is, what is the difference between an engineered and a commodity check valve? Well, a commodity check valve would be a check valve that would be used in a broad-ranging area of applications and would likely be less expensive and would likely handle less rigorous applications. Many applications, that's perfectly acceptable, whereas an engineered check valve might be built with more stringent application requirements that you'd be addressing, such as if you have vertical flow where, say, the flow is downward in a piping system, a commodity check valve like a swing check valve wouldn't operate because it would hang open, not close, and thereby rendering it inoperable, engineered check valve, you could put the proper internal components in there to allow the valve to operate in that kind of environment. So in my mind, I think of commodity check valve as something you can pick up off of the shelf, air quotes around the shelf, and engineered as something that they would work with you to, to really get the specifications correct? Yes, that would be correct. You would have the ability to order a commodity check valve and likely can get it that day or relatively quickly, go to the plumbing store, things like that. Again, it's a, a valve that's going to handle a, a, a myriad of uh, applications that are not as stringent. An engineered check valve, you're normally getting application information and then gearing the materials, the settings, the configuration around the application to have the check valve operate efficiently and effectively in that specific application. Now, what are some of the specific applications that can benefit from the engineered check valve? Well, there are several. You might consider like a car wash where everybody kind of understands you go into an automatic car wash and you'll have water come out of the nozzle, you'll have soap come out of there, spot-free rinse, things like that. And oftentimes, it's coming out of the same nozzle. Well, that media doesn't like to come out of that nozzle, likes to go back down maybe other lines where the other media come out of. So you might put check valves in there that are more geared towards the different pressures and flows that those different medias have, thereby allowing the flow to come out effectively when it's washing your vehicle. It doesn't go back down the line and mix in with the other medias. You have a spot-free rinse, for example, comes out real light and misty. The water really comes out at high pressure. So you're going to have different settings and stuff with the different valves to make them work for those particular items. And, and what about the specific attributes or features that are available in engineered valves? Is that something that's very um, case-by-case basis? Somewhat. I mean, 
our valves, for example, we offer a wide range of spring settings and seat materials and body materials to gear towards specific applications. And a lot of even engineered products may not offer that many different uh, offerings to hidden application, but check all at our facility. We simply manufacture spring-loaded poppet-style check valves. That's all we do. So we concentrate on that very heavily, and therefore we can offer a very wide range of different configurations for a spring-loaded poppet check valve, more so than others out there in the market. And we also do that very effectively where we can get product out really quick. Now, tell me a little bit about the um, what what goes into that. Does somebody call you with the specifications? Do you go out and help them with that? How does that work? Well, it's a combination of things. We certainly get customers that will call in and have some concerns with their existing valve configurations, and they may call up and say, hey, we have this problem here. Can you help us out? And we'll look at the application and see. And oftentimes it is something we can help them out with. It may be that we're out on sales calls and meeting with people that they really don't think a lot about their issue being a check valve. They may have breakdowns periodically, and they just go and do you know regular maintenance and exchange items out, not even realizing that there are check valves out there that can be configured to work in an application. So it can come in a myriad of different ways. Now, you brought up the maintenance question. Um, do engineer valves require different maintenance or maintenance intervals than commodity check valves? Well, in my opinion, a properly configured engineered check valve won't require maintenance. It'll last in that application for years, if not decades, of service. Some commodity type of valves may have replacement parts. Swing checks are a real good example where they swing on a they got a flapper and swings on a pin and the pin wears out over time because it may not open and close fully it may bounce around and stuff and wear a pin out which for some people that's perfectly fine to go replace that periodically for some it can be a real issue if their system shuts down because their check valve ain't working. Interesting, and. Are there any other questions about this technology or topic that people should really kind of pay attention to? You mentioned that that folks may not really realize that the check valve may be the problem in the process. Are there other types of things that they're not thinking about? Well, one I can think of right off the top of my head is water hammer. Water hammer is a – people recognize as a noise in a piping system. It'll be a bang, literally a bang in the system. You might experience that if you're shutting a faucet off at home real quickly and it makes a big uh, a bang. Well, in, mm-hmm. in process systems, it can even be a lot worse. It can move pumps off their moorings and stuff. It's such a shock. And what it is, it's a, it's a hydraulic shock. It's when liquid or uh, media s- suddenly stops or goes in reverse flow, and it creates a hydraulic shock that reverberates down the system. And oftentimes... People, unless they've experienced it ahead of time, don't know what the, what's causing that. Well, what causes that is a check valve that doesn't stop flow before the reverse flow or the shock begins. There are many check valves out there that don't. They, they close when, with the reverse flow, helps them close, where our type of check valve, we close before reverse flow begins, virtually eliminating that issue of water hammer. So that's a, one example. And is there anything else that you want to add that maybe I didn't touch on that that you think is important that that people understand? Well, basically, when it comes to 
having systems that operate efficiently. You're going to want different flows that work a uh, certain way, such as if you're filling orange juice bottles, if you will. You want to have the proper flow every time that bottle comes by. Or if you're, if you're having washdown stations where you're spraying chemical on a, on a floor to clean up and get rid of bacteria, you want to have the right amount of chemical going on there. You don't want to overdo it or underdo it. So they're having a check valve in those situations that can help monitor and, and work with that to make sure that the proper flows are there can be really important to in, in a lot of applications. Well, Brian, I appreciate your time and your insight on this. I know that there's a lot to learn um, and a lot of nuances that, that people may not think about. So I appreciate the time that you've put into this and, and helped us understand this a little bit better. Well, thank you. I appreciate the time. On behalf of Chemical Processing and today's guest, Brian Strait, this is Solution Spotlight. <laughs>